Sunset by the River by Samir Saxena Chapter 17 Another day passed Dr D'Souza and his team of doctors were monitoring Tree's condition keenly It had been the 45th hour straight and she was still asleep Ayan had stayed in a ward for some time while Monish and Mrs Mehta were sitting outside He gently placed his left palm on her right hand recollecting to her stories of the time they had spent together Somewhere deep within he could feel that she was still listening he could feel that she was there with him and he could tell it was only a matter of time before she would wake up dr disuza along with his team speculated that a body might begin to show signs of regaining her consciousness within the next few couple of hours ayan got up to leave after some time but there was a lot he wanted to talk about with her still but those conversations he knew would be much better when they were done with her Besides it was also time to meet the doctor to discuss the progress of her treatment and then his hand had almost grabbed the handle of the door when he heard it and froze his breath too took a dive and his heart beats accelerated such that anyone could have heard the thumping emanating from his chest heavy air beat shallow and short breathing some low pitch growls the two sounds he had never wished to hear again the way he had experienced them at the shrine but this time it was different he turned slightly weary still but there was still also a silver of hope in his heart it was what he thought her head was bobbling sideways her finger twitching the heavy albeit shallow and short breaths the low pitch growling went on for a short moment ayan could see some rapid movements happening under her eyelids and his breath quickened sister he called out hoping for any nurse to be close by cautiously edging close to her her eyelids for a brief second seemed to slowly part making him feel slightly safer and then they flew wide open her pupils rolled into their position and her mouth tore open as she sprang uptight in her bed gasping he rushed by her holding her tight hey 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 it's all right he said rubbing her shoulder and arms and press the emergency call button in quick succession simultaneously he heard footsteps rushing in the hallway and looked towards the door a nurse came in sprinting homey have to call the doctor he held her face to her to calm down and noticed her height eyes were slightly right they weren't tearing up but were still moist like he had just woken up with a start from some bad dream The nurse meanwhile reached for the remote communication device attached close behind the bed and called for Dr. D'Souza. "Are you all right, Tripti?" he asked, gently placing his hand on her forehead that was covered in sweat now. She didn't respond. Instead, her shallow breathing continued as she stared in the space in front of her, still in a trance. Ayan realized she hadn't fully come out to yet. "Hey, hey, it's okay," he said again. Albert now employing his most soothing tone hoping at least the tone of his voice would pull her out wherever she was still seemingly stuck it's okay swipti he continued i know you must be feeling terrible and lost right now but you have gone through a lot and believe me you'll get through this just as strong even stronger he gently dabbed the small towel the nurse had kept on the side of the bed wiping all the sweat off her face Her pupils then seemed to adjust a bit as her breathing stabilized, indicating to Ayan that her consciousness was most likely refreshing. Her 
her eyes rolled a bit darting in every direction before they settled in his direction and her head turned to him ayan his name escaped her lips in the lowest whisper he had ever heard her eyes squinted perhaps to make sure he wasn't a figment of her imagination is that really you her voice was so low and weak that ayan had to edge closer inching closer to her lips to make sure she had heard her right she spoke again and it was the same question as before ayan chuckled as his eyes grew moist yes he replied getting a hold of himself yet it's me tripti i'm here for you we are all here for you he gently intertwined their finger to ensure her of his presence where am i she asked still taking in everything around her aim new delhi he replied hey he put one of his hand under her chin don't worry you're being taken care of by the best possible professionals the doctor and her team arrived just then with mrs mehta and monisha at their heels the moment mrs mehta saw her daughter she burst into a white tearful grin and ayan stepped back instinctively as she rushed to her i'm so sorry beta she kissed on her forehead i'll never let you go again i'll not let you go out of my sight anymore and the floodgates burst open as she planted deep affectionate relieved kisses all over her face mamma where is papa tripti asked her voice was still gaining some of its strength back now mrs mehta was left wordless for a moment oh mr mehta is just completing some formalities disuza intervened coming to her bed also immediately gesturing ayan to remain discreet how are you feeling now tripti though her voice had gained some relative strength she could not respond with words instead she nodded the doctor and his team then proceeded with the standard drill checking her blood pressure and measuring her pulse while they were busy with her monisha came to the foot of the bed from where she could see her tripti was staring at her feet quite unsure of the activities occurring around her it took her a moment to realize her best friend was standing just a few inches from her feet their eyes met and tripti's finally shed a tear moni that was enough for monisha to break into a tearful smile nodding to tripti there was this incredibly strange mixed vibe in the room there was such mixed emotion of relief and nervousness on every face due to the unexpected turn of events ayan now stood some distance away watching mrs mehta sitting by tripti's side as she softly comforted her with motherly love while monisha now sat by tripti on the other side flashing a signature friendly smile as the childhood best friend tried to talk though it was mostly still just monisha leading the conversation disuza gave his team a set of instruction to which the nurses and the junior doctor accompanying him nodded he then walked out of the icu signaling ayan to follow so we cannot hide the truth for long ayan said to him as they walked down the flight of stairs leading out to emergency block you know it well that she will ask for her father again how long do you think we can hide it patience son patience he responded gently right now our priority is to ensure she is stable beside i don't think she needs to know what do you mean you told me mr mehta has always been her hero right and it occurred to ayan what the doctor meant knowing it was him who put her in the damn place for only scar her more than she is already been exactly we could bend the finger a little though the doctor continued ayan gave him a puzzled look 
यू कुड परहैप्स टॉक टू द सब इंस्पेक्टर सिंह अरेंज फॉर अ विजिट विदाउट एक्चुअली टेलिंग तृप्ति बेस्ड ऑन वॉट आई हर्ड ऑफ एम आई थिंक ही वी कुड ईजिली कम अप विद समथिंग अन कुडेंट हेल्प बट एडमायर द डॉक्टर ब्रिलियंस एंड गिव दैट सिंह कंसिडर्ड अन टू बी अ की इन सॉल्विंग द केस ही वुड मोस्ट लाइकली नॉट रिफ्यूज टू हेल्प हैव अ सीड डिसूज ऑफर्ड एज रीच दिस कंसल्टिंग रूम अगैन इट वॉज फाइव पास फाइव इन द इवनिंग एंड द ओ पी डी टाइमिंग वॉज ओवर ही हैडन बीन एबल टू सी ऑल द पेशेंट फ्रॉम हिज अपॉइंटमेंट सो ही हैड टू डेलीगेट द रिमेनिंग पेशेंट्स टू द अदर डॉक्टर हु वॉज स्टिल अटेंडिंग टू दैम जस्ट नेक्स्ट टू हिज रूम He was still not tired though as he was ready to talk to Ayan about the next course of action for her treatment. Before we discuss this I would just like to say how grateful we are to get someone like you treating her. Ayan acknowledged. I don't know how I'd be able to repay you. Dr. D'Souza took a moment to finish his water before he spoke. Just follow my instruction. She's a fighter and I say that with confidence. I haven't seen any severe case of schizophrenia where the patient tries to recover within the first 48 hours of treatment. Really? I'm not kidding. It is indeed not that common. The doctor continued. And now that she's conscious, we can proceed with the ECT therapies from tomorrow. I have instructed my team to take special care with this case until I return. Wait, what? A return? Ayan asks concerned. Yes, I have a few important appointments at the Bangalore facility, but don't worry. I'll be back by next week in time to check up on her. By then, she'll have undergone two sessions of ECTs, and hopefully, she'll have recovered to quite an extent by then. He smiled. I wish for the same. I answered. There's one thing I've been meaning to ask you, though, about the alternatives, isn't it? The Suza completed I answered, then smiling. I do remember I told you I'll explain that in time. Yeah. Ayan could have helped but smile and chuckle a bit. I've been wondering what it could be. Well, these alternatives they have a point of some very serious concern among the psychiatric fraternity in our country. Dr. D'Souza admitted, "The shrine where you found Tripti, that's one of the many alternatives that have gained great influence thanks to the scarcity in medical facilities in the country. People across various religions and faiths still prefer those traditional healing methods over seeking immediate medical help." Why? Don't they know it? It won't help. Actually, Ayan was both alarmed and disappointed. Actually, Desuza paused briefly. It does. What? Don't be surprised. The doctor clarified. There are a few mental disorders that actually self-heal over time. That's kind of the essence of what happens in some cases. The patient and their families approach these traditional healers, and then with time, the he- illness. heals by itself and these healers claim it to be an act of their god by itself yes of course why don't you have a migraine someday i i and realized his perspective of mental illness had been quite narrow until then of course migraines are caused by stress right sorry so like a migraine these are some mental illness that get healed without any special treatment does that imply these religious places also have no significance for the mentally ill at all not exactly the doctor smiled amazed by how deep ayan's perspective had gone there is nothing wrong in being religious or spiritual it actually helps your mind to stay calm and stress free the problem arises when people mix spirituality with superstitions ayan was confused spirituality and superstitions are two different things oh yes vast difference this was as spirituality involves a belief in a divine energy which empowers your soul whereas believing it in 
blindly for miracles and expecting things to just happen to fall into this place magically that is superstition the problem is people tend to go to these holy places places that are actually meant for worship expecting some miracle and magic not to gain the actual spiritual energy that can be felt there ayan took notes of where he had gone wrong as he pondered over the doctor's explanation there has been a psychiatric study of patients visiting the holy shrine where tripti was kept wait let me show you disuza took out a journal from his bookshelf just beside him he turned a few pages to find the exact part of the study he was referring to uh here it is he pointed to a particular section of the pages it is a very old study carried out by three very experienced scholars of psychiatry from a prominent institute of a country they studied over 100 completely random selected patients who were visiting the shrine they studied the patient instead of convincing them to opt for medical assistance ayan asked bewildered disuza sighed shrugging this is the bitter sweet irony of a beloved country my friend though the study it was found that most of the patients were in the age group 15 to 30 and over 80% of them well educated but even that's not the ironic part of it you'll be amazed to know that 82% were from urban areas jeez ayan was visibly astonished and here i thought villagers would be more prone to such superstitions they are actually about 80% of village dwellers first consult these faith healers and most of them never make it to a mental health facility this was a side again before continuing these people are such gullible folks they easily believe what people around them tell and they would actually be helpful if they had access to the proper kind of resources alas there have been a lot of time it's broken my heart to see these simple minded folks being exploited by the so called healers i mean they live in such regressive and remote areas that the mere mention of mental health in some way just triggers them these studies are frankly nothing but a sham and others to let other faith healers exact the extract most of people's faith be it your religion mine or any other continued dr disuza scratching his lightly trimmed beard faith healers have been everywhere ayan and they have been exploiting the unexplored areas of mental illness and our ability to meet up the growing patient doctor gap remember what i told you 2 days ago there are only 3 doctors per 100000 patients and these faith healers every city we are failing big time to give the required medical assistance and it is impossible to go door to door and explain the importance of one's mental health by then the doctor had this ha- head hung low acknowledging the defeat i hope things change someday i hope one day the percentage of people acknowledging mental illness will be more than the patient being healed by these faith healers ayan found himself falling short of word as his brain registered the sheer magnitude of the dark realities around him he had never thought of the growing menace from their perspective even though just thinking of what he had witnessed at the shrine had shaken him to the core mm, sir he said after a pause There is something I've been meaning to tell you which you may also find contradicting with your thoughts. Disuza smiled. Go ahead. I did not find Tripti on my own. I had some help. Oh, I know that. That sub-inspector Singh helped you with that anonymous call. Well, sort of, Ayan replied. His call did help a bit, but it only got me to Jaipur. After that, I was clueless. I didn't know where to start. I was aimlessly inquiring at multiple hospitals from 
hours to hours to no avail then later on just after midnight i was trying to get some sleep when i heard this dream i aunt told the doctor everything the apparition like thing the subtle message the calling he had felt leading all the way to how he had finally found tripti hmm that is quite interesting disuza took its specks out and wiped their glasses as he took each and every word of what ayan had just told him told you it may contradict with your thoughts no it's not like that the doctor answered look i just explained to you how spirituality and superstitions are very different things and in your case what you experienced was spirituality i can see why you felt it would contradict my thoughts but i wouldn't say that you were solely dependent because you also worked yourself toward every detail of your surrounding that led you there that's called an omen and omens are a 100% spiritual experience based on what you said it can i can confidently say that's what you experienced in your dream an omen ayan was still partially lost yes the doctor wore his glass back and smiled tell me did you experience some stiffness in your body while seeing that dream you said you were awake but couldn't get up so were you experiencing some heavy weight on your chest yes but this was also not the first time it's happened with me i'm sure it wasn't it was an attack of sleep paralysis you better take care of yourself or you might exhibit some symptoms over time disuza clicked this pen and went on to scribble something quick in his pad what more symptoms ayan asked aghast yes he carefully detached the page and handed it to ayan here i've written a few medicines that will help you get some peaceful sleep thanks ayan looked the prescription i haven't been able to get proper sleep for almost a week now inability to sleep properly makes it works the doctor pointed out sleep paralysis is a temporary state in which you can't move or speak while you're waking up or falling asleep it's not harmful usually passed in a few seconds or minute but can be very frightening oh yeah i had the living daylight scared out of me that night ayan's mind reeled back to the sheer feeling of it the way he had felt like he was stuck to the bed that night how helpless he would felt that he couldn't move most people have sleep paralysis once or twice in their life this was how went on it affects people across all ages through the most common age group has been teenagers and young adults During an episode of sleep paralysis one tends to feel short of breath it feels as if your chest is being crushed or blocked Bisusa could only see the frowning forming on Ayan's face but he continued regardless You feel this strange sensation like there is someone or something in the room with you a lot have like you did felt frightened because they thought this presence was there to harm them but you did not feel any harm did you Ayan took down her huge gulps of the water to swallow his sudden unexpected breakdown of this experience no but i was frightened i mean i couldn't move and there was this gigantic figure on my chest i wanted to just jump off and run for my life then dr disuza raised his hands to ayan gesturing him to stay calm don't worry for the time being take those medicines as i have prescribed and maintain a regular diet and meditate it will help to regularize your sleeping pattern i wasn't hallucinating right No no the doctor said wrapping up his journal and keeping his pad back in his place it was an omen i think you were lucky to perceive a spiritual sign that led you to what you were seeking with all your faith not everyone is that lucky to receive such omen you were i'd like to think it came to you because tripti needed it too disuza stood up and shook hands with ayan i'll be leaving for bangalore this evening 
it's now up to you and my team to take care of tripti i hope when i return next week the three of us will be having a cup of coffee instead of discussing her progress what do you say i'm more of a chai person i answered grinning ear to ear for the first time in days feeling momentarily relaxed at the very prospect of tripti's recovery so much has transpired within a span of weeks he had never felt this relaxed part of this he felt was thanks to his genius psychiatrist who had taken the time and explained to him such disturbing though fascinating fact in a matter of few hours and with those shared so much insights with him as he walked away from that floor ayan realized how much his job meant to that person a true god in every sense he admitted for the first time that it's the deed that makes someone a true human and the deeds fulfilled with ethics are what can make someone a god and doctor like sanjeev d'souza the hero this world truly needs ayan stepped out outside the building and gazed at the world around him now with a different and much clearer perspective ayan was waiting outside the ecd room along with monish and mrs mehta it had a glass window just in front of the waiting area where they were sitting inside he could see the doctors preparing for the session near a bed where tripti lay slightly unconscious having been injected with a mild anesthetic to ease the pain she might experience from the electric wave that could in a short while be beamed across her head the ecds nowadays are relatively painless due to advancement in the equipment and recollected dr disuza's word as he processed everything happening just meters away inside monisha was sitting to his right while mrs mehta was standing near the door watching the little movements going on behind the green curtains it took almost half an hour for the session to complete the doctors uncovered the area and there she was she looked like she was trying to recover from the dizziness caused by the anesthesia soon after the doctor gestured ayan to come in and help her out of the room ayan got up and took monisha with him inside how are you feeling now monisha asked as they guided her tripti's left arm was slung around the back of her head ayan had her right arm secure everything is going in these circles like a boomerang from instagram she groaned in a long low voice ayan and monisha cracked into a little laugh as they kept on walking her out they guided tripti to the private room that she had been allotted before her initial recovery This room was away from the therapy facility around 200 meters towards the south end of the institute campus. It was their third day in that room and by then Tripti had begun doing a few routine tasks like bathing and eating on her own. Ayan had been staying in the room with Mrs. Mehta while Monisha would go back home and return in the morning with breakfast. It took two more sessions of ECDs when Tripti started to realize what was actually going on. The team of doctors then explained everything to her and she in her way understood and acknowledged her condition. Her willingness to fight with it reignited with the support of Ayan and Monisha. Ever since Dr. D'Souza had made up the lie for her father absent, Ayan had been nervous, anticipating when Tripti would ask about her father, and that very day after the third session she asked for him. For a brief moment, Ayan fumbled. He is little caught up with a high-profile case, but he has promised he'll be here today evening. The ease with which he had made up that surprise both monish and mrs mehta but the smile on tripti's face made him feel that he had done the right thing he is always so dedicated to his job she said flashing a somewhat weak smile singh had earlier informed about the inquiry that had been set up inspector nishant mehta was going to be interrogated with regards to the case in the next few days 
Since the missing complaint about Tripti was registered by Inspector Mehta himself and his intention hadn't been malicious but to protect a person from the biased judgments of society therefore under section 164 of code of criminal procedure CRPC Tripti's case has been ultimately withdrawn from the record plus his decorated and dedicated service for 25 years had given him the chance of proving himself not guilty of an intentional crime though he had breached a serious trust of the department hence as singh had later updated ayan on the day it happened taking some disciplinary action against inspector the inquiry board had suspended him for 2 months while giving him a warning to keep his record clean in future to avoid termination ayan called the sub inspector and explained everything to him because seen singh had seen some respect for his senior and since the case was not going to be complex due to the lack of evidence against the inspector for any ill doing and his excellent track record in past singh had given him the nod to allow the inspector a few hours to visit the hospital act like he was still in service how is my daughter doing mr mehta entered the room grinning ear to ear papa tripti smiled and got up from a bed to hug him where have you been I wouldn't have been able to do this without you. Okay, look, I know you and Ayan are here to look after me, but I've missed you so much. I've missed you too, my child. Mr. Mehta hugged and nodded to Ayan, admitting his gratitude for making it all possible. Singh had filled the inspector on everything about how Ayan had convinced Tripti that Mr. Mehta had called Ayan and requested him to return to India. Ayan had told Tripti that he had come back to help with the treatment since Mr. Mehta was going to be away for a high-profile case, which would take another week or two. After his reunion with his daughter, Mr. Mehta went out to the room and came to Ayan, patting Ayan's shoulder to show his respect. "I was so wrong about you," he said. "You have shown me what I hadn't been able to see in all these years. I have never been so proud of being proved wrong by someone. I hope you can forgive me for everything I said to you that day." Ayan clutched Mr Mehta's hand that rested on his shoulder. You did what you thought was best for her and you weren't so wrong. You just consulted the wrong person. I really wish that old men like that Amrinder never misguided anyone like this. Ayan somehow knew that Tripti's father had done was not ethically correct but morally he was not on the right wrong edge either. They both did what they thought was best for her. and though it wasn't needed much anymore ayan forgave mr mehta for his naive misdeed a week later as promised mr disuza returned on explaining and examining tripti's progress he was pleased that his team had done such an excellent job he asked tripti a few questions which she replied without much trouble the voices has diminished and the hallucinating images also started to blur away I can still hear them she said but they're less frequent now Dr Disuza didn't want to give her any false assurance though just so we are in the clear let me tell you this you will have to learn to live with them tripti they may go all of a sudden from your mind or they may not go at all but you have to believe that they are way there there only because of your illness nothing else i understand so she nodded smiling Six weeks passed and ECT sessions were over. Dr. D'Souza was satisfied seeing Tripti's progress and ordered for her discharge from the hospital. It was a big day for Ayan while driving away from the medical facility he felt like a ton of boulders had been lifted away from his shoulders. He 
he had never felt a sense of accomplishment of this magnitude before neither on that day when he had gone the offer of his dream to work on the overseas project nor the day he had met tripti for the first time not even that lovely day when he danced with tripti on a birthday it was right there while leaving the hospital that was the moment he had been waiting for over a month to get tripti back she was back with her signature smile though she wasn't quite the cheerful tripti everyone used to know that feeling of being complete in her was still somewhat lacking due to the voices she could still hear even if their frequency had calmed down to a great extent the symptoms she had exhibited in the beginning had gone down to minimal but they were still in her mind dr disuza had clearly said that she was not likely to recover completely but she could start living a normal life as she had acknowledged her illness Mr Mehta was in his second hence the final month of suspension Mrs Mehta had told Tripti she had taken a week off to spend some time with her He was still full of grief and felt guilty of the unwanted risk he had subjected his daughter to but he was determined to make things right for her It was a day of celebration and Ayan did not fail to acknowledge that He called his parents and Monisha's family for a big get together dinner that night Things had started to get better as Ayan saw Tripti finally laughing ignoring those voices and all those disturbing image she had been struggling with before for all these years. She was causing his heart beats to accelerate as always as she can cast an eye towards him and their eye met. He felt the same rush of emotion he would feel before. He was also in constant touch with Dr. Disuza to keep him updated about Tripti. She needed a cheerful atmosphere and a clear change of environment so she had decided to take her and Mehta aunty for a trip to Japan. Her mother liked Ayan's proposition but Tripti was aghast. "Are you crazy? How can I go out now? Why not? You're not a patient anymore, Tripti. I think you have that liberty at least. Besides, we just have to follow Dr. Disuza's instruction and you'll be good." Ayan turned to her mother who had already given her nod. "I mean, she resisted." but gave in within a few seconds okay fine she pointed a finger in his father direction the very second though i am not going without papa mr mehta who was sitting with his newspaper suddenly realized what the conversation was about i can't go with you my child you'll have to do without me this once anyways 10 days aren't going to be that long he said not diverting his attention from the newspaper settle then i announced I'll show you my place and after that we will come back to attend Monisha's wedding. He took his phone out to book their tickets.